Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So guys, there are just about two more weeks left in this year. Can you believe it? 2018 is almost done. So I know that you are probably making your goals list for next year and checking it twice, making a list and checking it twice. And you're probably evaluating your successes and your perceived failures from this year. So why are you preparing to take over 2019? I want to address something that at times stops us in our tracks. And that is the imposter syndrome. Dun, dun, dun. You know, that feeling of being inadequate, that feeling of I don't deserve to be here, that thought of I'm a fraud and I'm really not as good as they think I am. Those thoughts and feelings of being an imposter can make us feel undeserving and insecure, but no more. So for this episode, I want to inspire you to know who you are. So what exactly is the imposter syndrome? No, it's not an official mental health disorder. It's not listed in the DSM-5, but it is defined as a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. You remember that time that you were in a room with those amazing women and you felt like you didn't belong? You were there because of luck, not your skill? Or that time that you set that insanely high goal and you didn't quite reach it and you began to think you weren't cut out for that career. Or when you were sitting in that meeting or classroom and you had something to say, but you didn't say it because you thought everyone else was much smarter than you. Yep, all of those times may have been the imposter syndrome in full effect. I'm sure we've all been there a time or two. I know I have. But why? Why do we have such a hard time accepting our success? One major culprit is confidence. Valerie Young, who is an imposter syndrome expert, found that having a sense of belonging fosters confidence and that the more people who look like you or sound like you that are around you, the more confident you feel. But on the flip side, the fewer people who are around you that look like you and sound like you, it can and does impact your confidence and you begin to feel like you don't belong. So this is for those high achieving women who notices that the higher up she goes in her career, the more she looks around and the people don't look like her. They don't sound like her. They don't come from where she came from. And it can be intimidating. When you find yourself in that boardroom full of men who don't look like you or in that PhD classroom full of people who aren't from your neck of the woods, or when you're asked to speak on a panel with other women who haven't experienced what you've experienced, it's going to be important that you are in tune with your thoughts and not let a lack of confidence cause you to dim your light. We have to address this feeling of being less than because it's making too many of us shrink back into the background when we were created to shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> we are keeping our heads down when we should be raising our hands and speaking up. Don't let the imposter syndrome stop you from going as high as you can go. 
You know, I remember when I was working towards my master's degree and it was the first day of my residency and I was in a room full of people who I initially felt like had a leg up on me and were smarter than me for whatever reason. Even though my track record showed, meaning my grades, it showed that I was intelligent and I knew what I was doing. I still felt inadequate by this group that I felt like didn't represent me. And as we began to have discussions, I sat and I listened and I quickly came to realize that looks can be deceiving and that many of them were clueless. And as I began to speak, it confirmed that, yeah, your girl knew a little something, something. (laughs) This is an important example of why you shouldn't compare yourself to others and why you shouldn't doubt yourself. Many times we see someone in their outward presence and automatically think a certain way about them. We think they're better than us for whatever reason. Michelle Obama recently talked about this on on her Becoming tour in her London stop, and she stated this, and I quote, I have been at probably every powerful table you can think of. I have worked at nonprofits. I have been at foundations. I have worked in corporations, served on corporate boards. I have been at G summits. I have sat in at the UN. They are not that smart, end quote. She said what she said. They aren't that smart, but we go into those quote unquote high places and feel like we don't belong. We aren't smart enough and they are going to find us out. We have to change the narrative and realize that we deserve a seat at the table. You deserve to be in that room. You have worked your butt off probably twice as hard to get there. So open your mouth and let your voice be heard. But I also want you to know this, that same woman, First Lady Obama, who realized that a lot of times she's probably the smartest woman in the room, also admitted that she still feels like an imposter at times. She says she has feelings of self-doubt and thinks, what do I know at times when the world looks at her as a symbol of hope? The feelings are typical for those of us who are doing such great things and kind of looking around like, how did I get here? I have definitely felt that way at times when I've been asked to speak or teach or even with this podcast. I'm like, who, me? Y'all want to listen to me? Who am I? I'm just little old Shonda from Bennisville. But I had to realize, and I'm still realizing, that I am Shonda and I'm so much more. So this leads us to the how. How do we overcome feeling like an imposter, feeling doubtful about our skills, our knowledge, and our talents? I'm going to give you a few tips, five tips to be exact, to help you overcome. Tip number one, accept your success. Maybe you need to hear from me. You are amazing. That thing you're working towards is no small feat and you are killing it. That goal you just accomplished, you did that girl. You are bomb, caring, smart, just all around dope. Now it's time for you to own it. It's time for you to realize none of where you are is luck. It was hard work, dedication, late nights, and early mornings. You have to know that you deserve to be successful because you work for it. Own your success, especially if you know you've done all the work necessary to make it. Now, if you know in your gut that there's still more work that needs to be done, that's okay too. Get to work because we don't want that to be a cause of insecurities for you. So accept your successes and own your greatness. Tip number two, stop Comparing. Yeah, I said that kind of forcefully. (laughs) Y'all already know comparison kills. If you don't know, go listen to episode number seven called Comparison Kills. Comparison is a trap that will cause you to fall into a pit of self-doubt, low self-esteem, jealousy, and envy. 
It can cause you to feel like nothing is good enough, even though you're really the best thing smoking. Shout out to Young Dro. Back up from Facebook, back up from Instagram, stop going down the rabbit hole, looking at people's timelines and stuff. Just back away from that and learn that there is enough room for all of us to be successful. Do not let comparison steal your joy. Tip number three, keep a list of your successes. Y'all know I love journaling. So write down your successes so that you can look back at it and remind yourself just how good you are, just how far you've come, and just how much work you've done. Someone very smart and wise that I know, also known as my husband, recommends keeping a book called an I Love Me book, where you keep all the things you've done together. So if you ever need to go back and you ever start to doubt yourself, you can go and pull this book out and remind yourself of all that you have done and all that you have accomplished. So keep a list of your accomplishments to look back on. Tip number four, be okay with not knowing and being wrong. This is a big one, guys. Don't let being wrong or not knowing something make you feel like you are not the real deal. Even the world's greatest minds get it wrong sometimes. Do you think Albert Einstein figured out his theories the first, the second, or the 15th try? Do you think Steph Curry makes every shot he takes and he's one of the greatest shooters of all times? No, nobody's perfect and nobody knows everything. Even the experts don't know it all. As a therapist, my clients often look to me to know everything and how to solve every problem. And I have to remind them that I don't have all the answers to every problem in the world. And I have to remind myself of that also. Not knowing doesn't make me less intelligent, knowledgeable, or skilled. So don't let your ego drive your thoughts and make you believe that not knowing or being wrong is a sign that you are incompetent. Not so. And lastly, tip number five, know who you are. Doubt, fear, worry, uncertainty, all of these things can be combated by knowing like you know, like you know, who you are. How do you know? How do you learn? Well, aside from remembering all that you've done, where you come from, what your parents taught you, what you've learned, you have to know who God says you are. This is the key as a child of God. The world, your mind, your emotions, social media, people outside, All of these things will try to define who you are and who you should be. But God's word lays it out clearly. So read his word, write down the scriptures and put them in your heart to remind you of who you are. Scriptures like Jeremiah 1 and 5 that reminds us that he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb and he has set us apart. Also, 2 Corinthians 3 and 5, that says we are not qualified because of what we do, but because of what God does in us. Ephesians 2 and 10, that lets us know that we are God's masterpiece. 1 Peter 2 and 9 tells us that we are chosen and we are royalty. And lastly, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, that reminds us that God did not make us fearful or timid, but he gave us power, love, and self-discipline. These are just a few, but the Bible is full of scriptures that lets you know clearly who you are in God's eyes. And you have to take those things and put them in your heart so that you know who you are. Accepting your successes, not comparing, keeping a list of your accomplishments, being okay with not knowing, and remembering God's word can help you go from feeling like an imposter to knowing that all things, even your things, are possible. So I hope that you feel inspired to accept your greatness and not feel like a fraud. 
to not get caught up in comparing yourself to others and to know that God created you to be one of a kind. So go be great. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you feel inspired to let go of that imposter syndrome. It is something that they say 70% of women deal with. Men deal with it also, but we have got to let this go. Be patient with yourself, but just constantly remind yourself of who you are. Know who you are. You can find the full show notes with the resources at inspiringwomenweekly.com. You can follow me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.